Mark Wahlberg es el número uno en Chevy en todo Columbus. Con dos ubicaciones, nuestra tienda principal en Broad Street y la más reciente en Worthington. Puede elegir entre miles de autos nuevos y de uso, todos a precios mínimos. Si busca un carro, camioneta o SUV, compre el Chevy que desea el precio que le guste. Con nuestro personal que habla español, aquí en la Chevrolet de Mark Wahlberg. Busque la mejor oferta en markwalbergchevy.com. Summer's almost here. Yay, right? So, when's the last time you tried on your swimsuits and summer clothes? If you could get back into summer shape in one visit, would you do it? Here's Dr. Brian Strand for Sonobello to explain. It really is quite remarkable. Sonobello doctors use a technology called microlaser fat removal, and the results are amazing. We customize your procedure to accomplish your goals. Just share with us the problem areas where you'd like the fat in inches removed. And in one visit, they're gone, permanently. I can't tell you how often I hear clients say how many years they've been trying to diet and exercise those inches away. And we did it in one comfortable visit. It's time to get your summer on. Visit any of our Sonobella locations across the U.S. And right now, you can save $250. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. That's sonobello.com slash save. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Countdown for blast off. X minus five, minus four, minus three, minus two, X minus one. Fire. All hit radio. To the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. 
And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the Talkstar Radio Network. If you'd like to give us a call, toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. My email address is exxon at com on MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Exxon Nation, my first guest tonight is Christopher Kopis. He holds a PhD in economics and has worked for many years in the banking industry. Now, his interest in near-death experiences dates back to 1979 when he read Raymond Moody's Life After Life. Now, as you all know, Raymond's been on the show a number of times. And a few years ago... Christopher wrote a book in which he compares the essences of NDs, NDEs, which are near-death experiences, with those of five world religions. In 2008, he became president of the International Association for Near-Death Studies in the Netherlands, where he lives. And we're going to be talking about his new book entitled Messages from the Light, True Stories of Near-Death Experiences and Communications from the Other Side. And it was published by New Age Books, and the book is available at Barnes & Nobles, Borders, Amazon.com, and other booksellers. Joining me now, all the way from the Netherlands, is Christopher Kopis. And Christopher, welcome to the X-Zone. Well, it's a pleasure to be there on your show. Tell me, me, Christopher, in in your opinion, what is, or what are, near-death experiences? Oh, that's going to be difficult. Well, near-death experiences are very extraordinary experiences Mm -hmm. in the first place. And secondly, uh, there is no standard um, experience that you can think of. I mean, people know about the tunnel and uh, seeing light and having relatives, uh, deceased relatives. Not everyone gets to see the whole picture. It's some people get to see this or some people get to see something else and uh, some people get to see a lot, but it doesn't mean that everyone gets to see the same kind of standard uh, feature. And um, so that is, yeah, that makes it kind of difficult to determine what near-death experiences are. Most of the time also people uh, are taught that near-death experiences only uh, occur when people are almost dead, mm-hmm. when they are near dead, Um well, that's why it is started by uh, Raymond Moody. But uh, lately, uh, for a number of years, it has been established that you don't need to be in a critical medical situation in order to have a near-death experience. There have been cases of people who were uh, in a very uh, deep depression that had a near-death experience or people that have been meditating very, very deeply. Mm-hmm. Uh, could also have some features of near-death experiences. But most cases do occur, I think, with uh, when there is a medical critical situation. All right, Christopher, please stand by. You and I have to take our first break. Exxon Nation, Christopher Kopis is my very special guest this hour. We're talking about near-death experiences. He is the author of Messages from the Light, True Stories of Near-Death Experiences and Communication from the Other Side www.christopher.nl that's www.christopher.nl and www.newpagebooks.com 
Christopher Copas and I return on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I was in my early 40s With a lot of life before me When a moment came that stopped me on a dime I spent most of the next days Looking at the x-rays Talking about the options And talking about sweet time I asked him when it sank in this might really be the real end How's it hit you when you get that kind of news? Man, what'd you do? And he said, I went sky Exonation, Christopher Kolpis is our special guest this hour. We're talking about near-death experiences. And Christopher, before we went to the commercial break, uh, we were talking about what a near-death experience was, and you said it's not only something that is that occurs when someone is near death, but it also happens when people are in deep depressions or if they're in deep meditation. So is, is it possible that at times out-of-body experiences have been misidentified for near-death experiences and near-death experiences been misidentified as out-of-body experiences? Well, I, I wouldn't say that. I think that near-death experiences really uh, comprises a category of uh, experiences that mm-hmm. are really far-reaching for the people who have them. I mean, they, they will never be the same. And people who have had a, a, an out-of-body experience will just go on with their lives as, as, as uh, they were doing before. But near-death experiences really turns around your life. You, you, you get to see a lot of things that you have never seen before. You come into a certain environment that is totally different from what we what we experience here. I mean, you you can have all the knowledge there is is freely available. Time doesn't seem to be uh, as it used to be. It all is there at the same time. It's not in the time. It's between time. People have these mm-hmm. kind of quotes in order to to express uh, their feelings around time. And um, there is a great uh, unconditional love that people uh, feel, and that really turns them round. It, it is so overwhelming, and you have to understand what unconditional love is that people feel, that is love that is there for you, and you don't have to meet any conditions in order to get that. I mean, that is different from an, an ordinary, I wouldn't well, ordinary, a normal uh, out-of-body experience. And, uh, and the experience is also very ineffable. People can't give really words to what they uh, have seen. Tell me, um, is there any scientific evidence to, substor- uh, to sub- uh, support claims that are being made by people that near-death experiences are in fact real and not a figment of a dying imagination? Yeah. Well, the short answer is no. Uh, but the longer answer is to, to my uh, opinion that circumstantial, from circumstantial evidence you can really feel that, there is, uh, that the, it is true. 
the, there have been some good research done by uh, another Dutch uh, person, uh, Pim van Lommel. Uh, he did some prospective studies. Those are the studies that the, the real science needs to see. And uh, from that, it came that uh, things like uh, an oxygen, a lack of oxygen is not really the, the cause for near-death experiences, nor are uh, medication or psychological problems or things like that. So a number of things have been uh, striped from the list, but the real cause for a near-death experience is still to be determined. But there's other kinds of research that is uh, not really acknowledged by uh, science, uh, and that is the, uh, well, the theoretical observations. And um, you have to see that as people get out of their body and they see what the doctor is doing whilst they're unconscious, mm -hmm. and then they later they can tell what the doctor did and he, he uh, acknowledges that, or... Um, you float out of the room and you, you see some particular things outside and that, that is uh, really there. You can, you can really, uh, that is acknowledged. Things like that. Th those are things that I find is, is very important, but it's, it's not really accepted by, um, by um, science as something real. I understand that many, but not all, NDEers feel that reincarnation is true. And I was wondering if you could elaborate on that, because if they have gone to the other side, and if they have gone through the life review, if they've gone through the light tunnel, if they see the deity and members of the family on the other side, why would they doubt the possibility of life after life? Well, that's... Uh, yeah, it's amazing that uh, some people really... Uh, feel that there is reincarnation. Mm -hmm. They have seen past lives. Uh, they exactly know what they have been doing before. But there's also a number of people uh, that had a near-death experience and can't relate to that kind of uh, things. And they say, well, I don't have the feeling that it really exists. But, you know, I think that the, the problem here is our concept of reincarnation, which is uh, something we only reincarnate into the future, and we, we reincarnate, uh, our spirit goes from one body to another body as a one-on-one -on -one move. Well, those kind of concepts are, are thought of uh, in a world of four dimensions with all the, <clears throat> the, the things that we see around us. But this other world is so much bigger. It is so much... Uh, there is maybe there are more dimensions. I you never know, mm -hmm. but it it is so much bigger and and this concept of reincarnation that we work with may not work there. So maybe maybe there is something like a truth uh, that you you flow back into this huge ocean that everyone is, and then if someone is born. Uh, 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 some some part of that ocean goes back uh, to live here on Earth. And interestingly, one of the near-death experiencers uh, said, well, you know, who reincarnates? That is God. God reincarnates. And I think that is true. I think, I think as we are here, we are a part of God. And we are, well, God is maybe uh, too uh, religious, but it is part of the light. We all have light within us, and we 
when we go to the other side, we flow back into this huge light. Now, do we find near-death experiences uh, throughout other societies and uh, people who have different religious beliefs, you know, even those who do not believe in God? Absolutely, yes. It is not confined only to people that are Christian. There is even people who are atheists or have a different belief, mm-hmm. Muslims, uh, um, Hindus, uh, in all, everywhere near-death experiences occur. So it is not, not only for uh, yeah, the Western world or for one religion or so. Where did your interest in near-death experiences come from? Did you have a near-death experience, or was it just the enigma of the, of the stories that you've heard, including the great work by uh, Dr. Raymond Moody, that, that piqued your interest to the point where you said, you know what, I'm going to look into this? Yeah, Raymond Moody is really amazing. He, uh, his book has really changed everything around. And uh, when I read that, I thought, well, I, I could really relate to what he wrote, uh, mm-hmm. all these stories, because well, I haven't had a near-death experience myself, but I really felt when I read that that, that was true. You know, I had a Christian uh, upbringing. I was uh, well, Catholic, uh, and I don't know, but it was a tolerant uh, and... Uh, upbringing that I had in the Netherlands. Maybe that's particularly for the Netherlands. But, you know, I I felt that that, that was true. I really could relate relate to that. But I was in, in uh, university, and I wanted to do a career. So only about eight years ago, mm-hmm. I thought, what, hap- what happened on the scientific side? Because I understood that, of course, all these research from Raymond Moody was uh, just the beginning. And then I found much more, and there it started. Have you ever talked to anyone who's had a near-death experience? And tell me what it was like talking to someone who's been to the other side and who's come back. Well, yes, of course, I've talked to many, many people who have had a near-death experience, both both in the United States, where I uh, visited uh, some congresses from the uh, IONS uh, organization, and in the Netherlands. And, um, well, it is always very nice to speak to someone who has had a near-death experience, because it is, it is always something else. It is, it is kind of different, but the, the main features are there. They really feel that there is a great interconnectedness between all the people and that is that is a very important message because it means that that when we do something to someone else, it also affects ourselves because we are those other people as well. So, uh, and that you can see also from the life reviews that um, well, people sometimes have a, a life review that is very uh, reaf- uh, uh, very uh, refreshing for them. Mm-hmm. Their memories come back. And then they can see what they have done uh, to other people as if they were those other people. And that is a really direct way of feeling what the consequences of your acts are. And it really shows that there is an interconnectedness between all the people and also with nature. That is very important. So it's like the life review gives you the cause and effect of your actions while you have been with these people and caused certain circumstances to occur. Uh, Excuse me, sorry? 
what I what I was meaning was that when you have the life review, it you said that yes. people see the way that their actions had affected other people through the other person's eyes. So it's like cause and effect. You did this, and this was the effect of your of what happened. Yes, that's that's really, and it doesn't stop only where the uh, with the people that are involved mm-hmm. in 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 acting with each other. It it goes further than that. Um, as, as an example, I spoke with a woman who, uh, just after the war in the Netherlands, when there was nothing uh, much to eat, she had some candies and shared that with her uh, school friend. Mm-hmm. And she saw that moment during her life review, and she saw how happy her school friend was, as if she was that school friend herself. Wow. Christopher, you and I have to take our news break. Please stand by, Exonation. Christopher Coppice is our special guest, www.christopher.nl. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-O-R dot N-L. And we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hey, hold there, Trinity Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X-Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X-Zone radio show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Welcome to the X-Zone. At Smoky Bones, meat is what we do. And we do it all while taking our inspiration from everywhere. From New York strips and buffalo wings to St. Louis ribs drenched in Kansas City sauce. Our meat mastery knows no bounds. We grill it, smoke it, pull it, carve it. You name it. So come try our new rib feast. That's a house rack of ribs, two sides, garlic bread, and a drink for just $19.99 when you dine in. At Smoky Bones, meat is what we do. Limited time only while supplies last were permitted by law. Oof, there goes another one. People have literally been falling for these floors all day here at LL Flooring. They just found the style that will go perfectly with their cabinets. Ah, they just found the scratch-resistant and waterproof floors they've been dreaming of. And they just realized it's on sale and going to be more affordable than they thought. It's the summer DIY event at LL Flooring. Save up to 20% on in-stock floors and more. From inspiration to installation, get the floors you'll love at LL Flooring. Are you okay, ma'am? The first person to survive Alzheimer's disease is out there. They're going to hold on to everything the disease steals away. And the Alzheimer's Association is going to make it happen by funding research, advancing public policy, and spurring scientific breakthroughs. And by providing local support to those living with the disease and their caregivers, we're easing the burden until we accomplish our goal. But we won't get there without you. Visit ALZ.org to join the fight. Place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the Exxon Broadcast Network. Coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to call Rob worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. That's toll free, 1-800-610-7035. 
Send Rob an email, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, you can always chat with Rob during the broadcast by using the Hotmail address, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com, and our new website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Now here's the host of the Exxon Radio and TV show, Rob McConnell. We're talking about near-death experiences this hour of the Exxon with our special guest all the way from the Netherlands, Christopher Coppice. And uh, his website is www.christopher.nl. And uh, the name of his book, do you have your pencil and papers ready? Okay, here it is. Messages from the Light, True Stories of Near-Death Experiences and Communication from the Other Side. It's published by New Age Books. The book is available at Barnes & Noble, Borders, Amazon.com, and other booksellers. Before we went to the commercial break, I had asked you about the cause and effect of near-death experiences. But I understand that there's a ripple effect that happens in the life of someone who has a near-death experience. Yeah, we spoke about this um, this woman who had who shared the candies with mm-hmm. her schoolmate. She felt the happiness with the schoolmate, but she was amazed by the fact that she could also feel the happiness with the mother of this schoolmate. So it went further than only the schoolmate herself. It went through to the mother, but it even didn't stop there. Her good intentions and her good a positive act rippled throughout the whole uh, world further than only what she could have seen. And she was utterly amazed by that. And this is not something that happened to her, but you you can hear that from many more people who had a near-death experience. They say there is a ripple effect. There is, you, you can, you, whatever you do, mm-hmm. it has effect somewhere else in the world. It doesn't stop only where you have your, where you do something. And yeah, so it, it goes further. And that's very important to understand because it means that we have a creative power. But if you would take into account all the people who are doing things to other people, even at this very second, we're talking about millions upon millions upon millions upon millions and then if we each affect each other's life, whether it's directly or indirectly, and we have this ripple effect, you know, it's it's amazing that we ever get anything accomplished. <laughs> well, yeah, but it, it is that that the, the, the positive actions mm-hmm. that you do uh, enhances energy in the world, the, the positive energy in the world. It, it creates more energy, more joy, and... On the other side, of course, negative actions decrease or freeze uh, the energy in the world. So that is that is the effect that is there. And that is why you should actually, that is what near-death experiences say. It is very beneficial if you try to do positive things, act positively, do nice things to mm-hmm. others, because that is uh, increasing the energy in the universe. Not only in the, the, the area where you where we are now in the four dimensions, but it, it goes much further than that. 
And and to give another example, okay. like, but that's more on the economic side. That's what I I try to explain also in my book. If you see what happened in the United States with the with the uh, production of mortgages, mm-hmm. I mean, so many people were sold mortgages that they couldn't really pay for, they couldn't afford them, but they were sold to them anyway. That is a, a negative, there was a negative intention there. And that's, it was done on such a great scale that it, it had to go somewhere. And that's where we are now in this this huge piling up of all those negative ripples, this tsunami, this uh, economic crisis that is there. Uh, all right. I, I'm having a bit of a problem understanding the connection between the financial problems and the mortgage situation to a near-death experience and the ripple effect. Well, the only thing is that is important is that uh, whatever you do, um, it has an effect somewhere else. You might not see it immediately mm-hmm. uh, as we speak or whenever you do something. But it is there. That is one of the messages that people with a near-death experience come back with. So they say, uh, do positive things. Also, think positive because uh, thoughts are also very creative. It creates ripples. It creates something. And it goes through universe. And that is that is the main message from, uh, yeah, that's one of the main messages, I would say. Is there a connection between near-death experiences and people who come back with prophetic or psychic messages? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, people who have had near-death experiences, one of their after-effects is that Mm -hmm. they get very very sensitive uh, to a lot of things. They get more intuitive, and they sometimes even get paranormal. So they, they have a precognition of things that are going to happen. And sometimes people even see what is going to happen in the future. And uh, one example is of uh, a woman that I spoke to uh, that was in 2008, just before uh, Bear Stearns, or just after Bear Stearns was saved. Uh, And she said to me, uh, you know, there is much more to come. There's there's really a crisis coming uh, soon. And... You know, after the Bear Stearns rescue, everyone sighed with relief, and everyone thought, well, it's, it's going to be okay. Uh, we can go on again with our party. And um, stock markets went up mm-hmm. uh, to incredible heights. The oil price was still to go to $147 per barrel. But then later on, in uh, September, it really started. And she had seen that already before, in 1986, when she had her near-death experience. Why do you think this is? What caused that? I think that when you go to this other place uh, and you have, um, you can have a view of, mm-hmm. of what, is, what is happening. You have an overview of everything. You, you even... Uh, a question that you think of, you get the answer right away. And some people do have a, a preview of what is happening. And well, she had this preview as well, but she didn't have the preview in the sense that there were dates and there were exact uh, time uh, moments. And so 
but it was it comes in a more elevated kind of uh, communication. It's more in in the way of feelings. And when I spoke to her, she uh, realized that the tension that had just been in the world just before the rescue of Bear's turns, that was exactly the, the tension that she felt in her near-death experience. Because when she had her near-death experience, just after, she, she knew something was going to happen, but she couldn't relate to it. There were no dates there. So there was nothing to hold on to and to understand when it was. And when I spoke to her, she understood the tension of her, that she felt in her near-death experience was exactly the same as the tension that she felt at that moment in time. And that's why she said, well, people think it is over, but it really has to start, and it's going to be very, very tough. And as a matter of fact, there, yeah. ha- there was another uh, uh, near-death experiencer uh, who had his near-death experience when he was a child, I think something like 15 years before, the, for, uh, before I spoke to him. And he said something similar. So it, it, it happens that there are previews of what is uh, going to happen. I understand that you and other and people who have had near-death experiences believe that we are in crucial times, critical crucial times. And I was wondering if you could explain that. Yeah, the, the, um, we are in crucial times uh, because I think um, we came to crossroads. Mm-hmm. And that is something that many more near-death experiences say. And I just reflect what they say. And you, you have to understand that I have had many interviews with people. I try to understand what the main thought is within mm-hmm. their uh within their messages, because sometimes they they get these messages. I'm just the messenger. Uh, I just convey the message. And one of the messages is that we are really at a a crucial point in time Mm -hmm. because we have, uh, so to speak, we have uh, focused too much on our short-term self-interest. And um, uh, even to the to the point that we were cheating others. I just mentioned this uh, example of the uh, the mortgage uh, production in the United States. That was done with negative intentions for greed, for your bonus, or for whatever. So that is for pure short-term self-interest. And that is something that doesn't fit in with a, with a universe where everything is interconnected. And that is one of the other main messages from near-death experiences. We are profoundly interconnected with each other. So if you do something to another that harms this other person Mm -hmm. and you think you can walk away freely without feeling the consequences, that's not true. it, It is like a the law of conservation of energy. It goes somewhere. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is something we have to, understand at this moment in time that we have to change towards more long-term our interest. So it's almost like the law of karma. You know, what goes around comes around. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Yeah. Well, actually, if if you look, well, I've been studying several religions Mm -hmm. and looked at what the essences are of yes. these religions and compared them to the essences of uh, near-death experiences, you find that uh, in each religion 
the real true essence that is something that you can find back again in near-death experience or in the essences of near-death experiences. And my conclusion, however, is that the other way around doesn't really work. I mean, the, the, all the essences of near-death experiences you cannot find in each of the religions. So near-death experiences seem to be more, uh, more comprehensive. But this, what you mentioned just now, the law of karma, that's from uh, yeah, Hinduism and Buddhism, that, that is something that sounds through this kind of thing that I just said. That's true. When it comes to near-death experiences, uh, what are some of the messages that people bring back from the other side? Oh, yeah, those are very interesting messages. A very important message, I would say, is um, that there are no lesser souls. Mm -hmm. And that's something that people really have to understand. Everyone is important, um, and there are several reasons for that. One of the reasons is that the light that, that people encounter on the other side is in within everyone. So everyone carries a part of the light, or if you want to call it God, or Allah, or Brahman, or whatever you want to call it, be my guest. But that's, that's in everyone. So everyone is important only for that reason alone. But there's another reason that, that well, people have a task People have a purpose. And, you know, I've been uh, reading some newspapers uh, from the United States, and I understood that, that there are uh, school children who are bullied by their schoolmates mm -hmm. and who uh, feel that they are insignificant. And for that cause, they, they commit suicide. Yes. There has been a kind of spree of suicides in the United States. These Young people have to understand that their presence on Earth is required. They, they are important, and there are no lesser souls. They have to stay. They, there is a purpose for them on Earth. But, so but is, if, if life is predestined, if life is predestined, and when we come here, we know what our mission is, we, we've requested it, then how can we actually go against destiny if the person is destined to commit suicide, how do we stop it? And what are the consequences of interfering with destiny? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I mean, it's, it's very difficult mm -hmm. to, to relate to these kind of things because there's, people say there's a kind of destiny where your life has been uh, predetermined to some extent. Yeah. Um, yeah, but still you do have choice. You have your own choice. Um, for instance, uh, uh, someone who uh, is a singer, a, a girl, a, a woman that I met here in the Netherlands who had a near-death experience, she had uh, a terrible illness and she had, uh, uh, she, she had, I don't know how you call that, you, have, you don't, well, there's problems in your stomach and anyway, she, it made her not really possible to sing very well. She couldn't go to all kinds of performances. And she said to me, you, you know, this is destined to happen to me, but I still have a choice. All right, stand by, down. Christopher. We have to take our final break. We'll be back on the other side. Exonation, Christopher Copus is our special guest, www.christopher.nl or newpagebooks.com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. Don't go away.
Explanation, Christopher Copas is our special guest this hour, www.christopher.nl, and Christopher is spelt O-R dot N-L, and we're talking about Christopher's book that deals with near-death experiences. It's called Messages from the Light, True Stories of Near-Death Experiences and Communications from the Other Side. It is published by New Page Public, I'm sorry, New Page Books. And uh, the book is available at Barnes & Noble, Borders, Amazon, and other fine booksellers. Christopher, before we went to the commercial break, you, you were telling us about a near-death experience that a singer in the Netherlands was telling you about. And um, she also had stomach problems. And if you'd like to finish that story off for us, we'd appreciate it. Yeah, I will. Because it's it's a, a nice story. It, I mean, it's important to understand that she... Mm-hmm. You know, she had these problems, and it made her ability to do performances. Uh, well, she, she didn't have those performances so often anymore because of that. So she said, you know, I can sit down and just feel sad about that. But I have the choice to do that. I can also choose to do different things. I can also choose to to radiate uh, love and light uh, even when I have these problems. Mm-hmm. So people have a, a choice, at least in their emotions, uh, as how to do that. Because, And she said, because when I am sad and down, I subtract energy, so to speak, from the world. But when I'm within my misery, when I can show also that I can be happy, that I can smile and laugh to the people that are around me, then I add something to the world. So that is that is a kind of what we spoke about destination. Her destination was to have this you know, this terrible illness, but within her situation, she had still choices to make. Christopher, we've got about forty seconds left. What message would you like to leave with the Exxon Nation tonight about near-death experiences? Well, the main message, and that I elaborate on in my book is that we really have to change our focus from a short-term self-interest into a longer-term our interest. And the reason is that we are profoundly interconnected, and whatever we do, we get back in some way or another. So better have positive actions. Christopher, thank you very much for joining us tonight, all the way from the Netherlands. Continued success, and I look forward to the next time you and I meet here in the Exxon. Was a great pleasure for me. Thank you very much. My pleasure, sir. Exonation. My guest this hour has been Christopher Copus, and um, we've been talking about near-death experiences. The website is www.christopher.nl. C H R I S T O P H O R. N L. And his book, uh, which is entitled "Messages from the Light: 
True stories of near-death experiences and communications from the other side is available also at newpagebooks.com. Not to mention Barnes & Noble, Borders, Amazon.com, and other great booksellers. I'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past as the Exxon continues from our studios with yours truly, Rob McConnell, here in the Exxon. Don't go Exxon Nation. We'll be right back. Are you feeling down, anxious, not yourself? Sometimes medication can help. Having to find a provider, wait for an appointment, then deal with a huge bill can make things worse. Do better with HERS. We'll connect you with a licensed psychiatry provider for an online evaluation. If medication's prescribed, HERS ships directly to your door. Affordable care, no insurance required. Get started with a free consultation at forhers.com. That's F-O-R-H-E-R-S.com. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. 